Welcome to the KBB From the Tap podcast. I'm executive editor, Chelsea Butler. This week, we delved into what it takes to be a brand ambassador in the kitchen and bath industry with seasoned designer, Carrie Kelly. Be sure to subscribe to KBB's YouTube channel and click the like button on our videos. You can also subscribe to the From the Tap podcast on such apps as Apple, Spotify, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. And please feel free to leave a review. So welcome, Carrie, and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I guess we'll just dive right in and maybe tell us a little bit about how you became a brand ambassador, how you got started with that, and maybe share some experiences with that. Yeah. Um, well, I've had my design business for 26 years. Um, I would say back in 2010, um, because of my blog, I had some specific brands reach out to me and see if we wanted to have some sort of collaboration. And I feel like Grizo, um, the faucet company, uh, was one of the first, the pioneers of that concept um, by inviting me to the Blogger 19. And the Blogger 19 was a group of us, there were 19 of us that got invited to New York as Brizo decided to partner with Jason Wu, the fashion designer, um, and offer a whole new line of faucets that really was focused on fashion and seeing the trends that were happening in the industry, but really um, anchoring themselves into fashion being a big part of the inspiration. So the 19 of us who they found through our blogs, um, we got to go to New York Fashion Week and go see J Jason Wu's show and then give commentary and feedback on new products they were offering. Um, finishes were a real hot topic at that time. Um, and just, it was nice to have a brand reach out and really want that designer perspective as they developed new products. And um, I just got back from Arizona with them um, a couple of weeks ago as they rolled out more new product. So, you know, to have been partners with a brand like that for over 10 years now, um, specifying their product almost exclusively when it comes to plumbing. You have some clients who want something a little different, but we lead with Brizo. Um, and then the other partner who offered something very similar um, and was very visionary in working with designers is Cosentino. And I still hold that relationship very close. Today, I'm get, preparing to go to Spain in two weeks to go see new product and have an ASID board meeting in Spain. Um, but back in the day, they invited me to go see what their factory looked like. And ultimately, I was able to develop a countertop with them. And I will say, countertop wise, we specify Decton and Silestone exclusively through Carrie Kelly Design Lab. So I can go deeper into that. There's so many layers to it, but that was really like the anchor of where these brand relationships and brand ambassador opportunities started, I would say, with those two brands for me. So can you share with us a little bit about how your role as the brand ambassador, you know, allows you to have a unique approach in helping these particular brands like reach consumers and the design community? I guess maybe that's two different questions, but maybe it's the same answer. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the relationships are different with each of the brand. Each brand is in a different place as far as, you know, are they just starting up as a brand and trying to reach a consumer or designer market? Um, or have they been doing this for a long time? So often the brands who are just starting up don't know how to, what I call speak designer. 
um, or speak interior design. I feel like there's a certain language that we use, especially in working with our clients um, that inspires and helps communicate um, an actual vision for a home or a space. And so often I'm behind the scenes working uh, with the marketing department and um, trying to tell that brand story to consumers or the interior design market. So we're specifying their product or maybe making the designer market uh, acquainted with something that is really cool and innovative that they should know about that maybe hasn't, hasn't reached our industry yet. Um, and then other times I'm very public and out there on social media saying, hey, check out this great thing. Um, for example, working with Heston this past year on appliances and their cookware, um, making anyone who wants to you know, cook at home or an interior designer who wants to specify a product, um, just having it be approachable and familiar, um, really citing the details of what I love about a product and then sharing that with those who follow me and um, doing interviews and things like that about the product line just to make people aware in, in that con consumer approachable kind of way. Right. So that's kind of how you are like publicly helping them out there and all that kind of stuff. How does your expertise and your role with them help kind of behind the scenes? Uh, behind the scenes, it's really crafting messages and selecting imagery and capturing often that family story uh, behind a brand. I think so often, you know, my experience um, when I graduated from Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo, my next stop was Ralph Lauren. And so really being accustomed to working with a lifestyle brand who is very specific in telling their story, not only about the company, but about every product. And so um, as a designer, when I'm selling product to a client, I'm looking for that story to share with someone and to have them fall in love with it just as much as I do. So often we're crafting those kinds of messages, um, putting together the kind of imagery that will tell the story of a brand and make it more relatable and something that someone wants to incorporate into their home. I think it's always so cool to hear about, you know, brands with interesting stories or, you know, how they started up, how long they've been in business, what, what kind of inspiration they get and all that kind of stuff. We've done a few of those kinds of articles um, at KBB, just kind of giving our readers a look behind the scenes, you know, of, of so many of these brands, you know what they offer and how well their products work and everything, but you might not know you know, how they got started, how many generations have been working with it, it's all family and all that stuff. Yeah, and Cosentino it is definitely that way. If you're a client of Cosentino, you feel like family. When you ultimately go to Spain, you meet, meet Paco Cosentino, you meet Paco Jr. And, and you just really understand, you meet Eduardo and you feel um, embraced by that family. And um, like you're saying, knowing that behind the scenes story just adds that other layer um, in communicating with a client, even with our partnership with Sherwin-Williams and working on the design council, when we have that inside scoop of what the color mix is going to be and we can share that with our client, it just helps us provide values value as interior designers to our clients and um, the, the extended design community. So I guess, you know, getting information ahead of time from some of these brands that you can share with your clients um, is definitely a benefit to being a brand ambassador. What are some of the other benefits? Uh, I think uh, 
even like with my partnership with a container store this past year, I felt like I had a pretty organized home, but when products started arriving on my doorstep and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> I guess there's another level of organization. So for, I think it's great for me to be able to navigate that first and kind of jump through the hoops first um, and then share it with people, um, whether that's sharing it through social media or sharing that in person by a specifying product going forward. I've been through it. So now let me take you through it. Um, it it's wonderful to receive those products. Um, and it's wonderful to be able to share the enthusiasm that you have when you ultimately are exposed to the products along the way. So um, I, I'm a very loyal person. You know, I, I don't promote anything that I don't believe in. So I remember this is a, a weird story, but I remember as a kid back in the day watching Brady Bunch, I'd come home from from school and I'd watch Brady Bunch and it was like, you know, this, this, this comfort to, to watch. And um, the mom on Brady, Brady Bunch had, she was promoting um, a detergent and they decided that they didn't believe in the detergent. And they had this crisis about how can we promote this if we don't believe in it? And so they created um, a new and improved formula that the mom believed in. And so then she was able to do the commercial and promote it. And that's, I do have glimmers in reflecting on that as we sign on with brands. I think one of the biggest things for people who want to be brand ambassadors is do you truly use and specify that product? And so to come in off the street cold for a product you've never used and ask a brand to partner with you and can I be your brand ambassador? Um, I've seen that happen and fall flat for um, designers and influencers in our industry. Um, but I think when you truly believe in it and you've been specifying and using the product for a long time, it can really make sense and really tra translate to clients and consumers. So how does that work out? Like, do you choose the brands? Do they choose you? Like, are, are, is it kind of different for each situation? I'm curious. Yeah, it is different for each situation. Um, I know for a long time, I had been specified and still do specify Sherwin-Williams paint exclusively. They had asked me to um, judge some student contests along the way. They had asked me to create some mood boards for color mix. And then it all ramped up to ultimately being on their design council these past few years. So um, those relationships get deeper and deeper over time. And it really makes sense for something like a brand ambassador. Um, I know with Plum Wines, that um, was something that I had worked with a company, Coyote Outdoor Living, and the CEO of that company suggested that, that Plum Wine work with me. I'm a California girl and we're out here celebrating California region and the Napa Valley and the wine country. And so that fit kind of makes sense. So, um, I think maybe in the beginning, there might be a little pitching going on uh, to a brand of, hey, maybe we should collaborate. But over time, as people really understand um, who you are, the demographic that you might reach and the products that you're specifying, then you, you begin to be a bit of the target instead of the arrow. Is there ever a time when a brand has approached you and you you just don't necessarily believe in their concept? And what does that conversation look like? You know, I think that transparency is always the most celebrated, even if you are saying no. Um, that, in fact, just happened to me last week. Um, I felt like the brand that was reaching out to me, um, while I really 
believe in and enjoy their product. It was a conflict of interest for one of the other brands that I work with. And um, when you've established that relationship with someone, there's no amount of money or exposure that I would take to break that uh, friendship, that relationship, that feeling like family. Um, it was something that I ran past the brand I was working with. And I said, this feels like a conflict of interest. I want to see if you feel the same way. And they did. So I had to decline. Um, so it's just like any, any healthy relationship, you really want to have that loyalty, hold it true and, and be committed. Um, and just keep in mind what, what you, how you've been able to collaborate over the years and, and hold that true. How long do these collaborations typically last? I mean, obviously it's a lifelong thing if you want to use that particular brand and, you know, exclusively for projects and, or sorry, projects and things like that. Um, but, you know, how long does your kind of role as a brand ambassador or on the design council or things like that, how long do those typically last? Um, often it can be, sometimes it's a short, like um, I know that in all the cooking I was doing, Bob's Red, Bob's Red Mill reached out to me and said, hey, would you do a couple Instagram posts with us and um, would you do a blog? So it can be as quick as that and just a, a segmented one-off. Um, and then others we've signed on for a year and they've asked us to stay longer. Or um, for me truly, in if I wanna dig deep in working with a brand, three years is a sweet spot for me. I wanna understand the business, understand the story, hopefully go to a factory, see something behind the scenes so I can really tell that story and have that exposure to, you know, layer over a couple of years in order to see a very successful end result. So typically, like I said, for me, three years is a, a sweet spot, but it can be a one-off. It can be like with Cosentino, they wish they could get rid of me. I won't stop specifying their product. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, here she comes again. Um, but I think when we're able to offer CEU content and provide a variety of ways to work with a brand over the years and to really grow with it and evolve, that's when you have those, those really deep relationships, like I mentioned with Brizo and Cosentino. So for those brands that you do have the, the more involved relationships with, is it typical that they, you know, always do bring you to their facility where they're based and everything and kind of run you through their processes? Yeah, often um, there's just the conversation when they're releasing product to get our feedback on it. Um, sometimes they're wanting us to, um, they're offering the product to us to include it in one of our projects. Um, they're offering media exposure and interviewing opportunities to tell about one of our projects, or they're taking imagery from our projects and, and sharing it. So it really goes back and forth um, as far as the exposure goes and the, the believing in each other kind of goes. Um, even uh, more recently when uh, there was a conference being asked to speak on behalf of a brand or moderate a panel and, and have that kind of exposures and exposure and working with panelists and um, trend information and, and research on their behalf. Um, that's where it goes a little deeper than the, the Instagram post, you know? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So how are you being, you know, you're, you're busy, you've got a lot of stuff going on. How are you able to fulfill the goals, um, you know, of the brand ambassador or a member of a design council? How are you able to do that, you know, with, with all that you've got going on? Luckily, most of the brands also work with a PR firm that is kind of the bridge between the two of us. 
Um, so the most uh, successful brand relationships end up having a real plan for the year instead of something that's just off the cuff and kind of, you know, put, put on our plate. Um, for me, the phrase within Carrie Kelly Design Lab is if it's not an outlook, it doesn't exist. Um, but if it is on the calendar, it's going to happen. So we're, if we're able to plan for it, um, this earlier this year, I, we just did the 2022 initiatives for Heston. So I'm very clear on what that looks like and how it will roll out and the deliverables that I have um, on my plate. Um, I think it's really important for me to still stay connected to our client projects while working with these brands, because I think it's important to be on the pulse of what's happening in our industry and what clients are asking for. So we have, you know, the NKVA that I'm doing trend research and, and helping with them um, on the side. We have the brand over here and then we have the client. And I think all of that information coming together really helps with the most successful um, uh, marketing and media outreach and, and all those kinds of conversations that you have in a brand ambassador relationship. So what are some of your tips for other designers who want to be more involved with these brands? What do you suggest that they do? Um, I think two ways to really connect with a brand is if there's an opportunity to customize a product within a collection. So let's say it's a rug company. Um, if you wanted to work with this rug company and you're specifying their product, maybe take the opportunity to create some custom designs there so they can see your design aesthetic and um, just your design vibe and what you're offering to their clients. And maybe that's filling a niche that they don't have in their current offering that you could be designing products for them. Um, and then just going back to that truly specifying and being loyal to the brand. Um, you know, I, I have to say, I'm not specifying other paint brands. I'm loyal to Sherwin-Williams and, and they know that. And so um, they're able to promote my, my projects with confidence and they know that I'm not going to start um, touting someone else's color of the year because of that. So I think um, it's easy to have the conversation when you've been a loyal client over the years. So you've talked about a bunch of different brands that you're involved with. You've talked about the brand ambassador and the design council. What are some of the other roles that you fulfilled with these brands? Like you also brought up um, that it could be just as much as, you know, going out there and writing a blog or whatever. What, what are some other things that you've done for them? Um, you know, a fun one, uh, replacements as a dish company and, um, them that they know that I love putting things together. I love cooking. I love entertaining. I love putting things together. So uh, sometimes it's fun to bring in products. Like for me, they really felt that I had a California aesthetic and they wanted to celebrate that. So um, we've been able to highlight some dishes and place settings that I have in my home and that I've used in model home projects and things like that. So often that kind of out of the box creative way um, to promote a product, but also have the authenticity behind it and tell my own story along with the product, something that I'm truly using in my house. Um, they knew that I, my background came from Ralph Lauren. So we've really had a, a good time celebrating the dishes that are Ralph Lauren that I've collected over the years and how replacements has, um, offered us items when we've broken a dish or when we've, we've broken a, a a spoon or, or something along the line that they've been the solution to that. So 
telling those real life stories um, with the brands versus something that's canned or packaged has been something that's been really fun and a little bit different, a little bit out of the box. Um, similarly, as I, I look over to my right here, we replaced um, the whole uh, front of our house with Milgard windows. With that, Milgard offered the windows and we were able to write about the process, document the process, tell the true story. And I think with that, people got to see not only that behind the scenes of how does this all happen? How do I get rid of windows from my house from 1924 and replace them with new ones and have it all look correct? Um, there was that, but also getting to blog about the process and let clients know what to expect and what they're getting into as they work through these design challenges along the way. So what does the future look like for you in terms of, are you going to start being more involved, the same involvement? You, I, you know, I don't know if you can talk about specific brands that you'll, you're interested in, in working with, but just kind of give us, give us an idea of what's, what's on tap for you. You know, it's been really fun to uh, be a global connect advisor with NKBA. And while we've been able to achieve many things here in the United States, uh, recently going to KBiz, it's been fun to really tap into what's happening globally. Um, uh, there are different companies in the UK as well as um, Germany that came to my trend presentation that I was able to offer there. And the conversations are so interesting as they try to bring their products to the United States what do they want to include based on the, the trends that we're seeing now? So to help them navigate that has been really exciting um, to have what I've done here in the United States reach a different demographic is really exciting. Um, I'm very excited about the continued relationship with Heston for sure. I think that truly tells the California story. Um, and like you said, the behind the scenes for me to be able to tell of um, Stanley and Helen coming together, making the name Heston, uh, the appliances being very recognized through Thomas Keller in the commercial space, but now me being able to offer that exposure in the residential space and then to pair their wine with it, their cookware with it. It's again, that lifestyle story that we're able to tell. And it takes some time to tell that and to share that with people. So I, I'm excited to roll that out this year and the following year. And see where it all leads to. Well, great. Yeah. So um, one of our first podcasts we had was on, you know, specifically product design. So I'm glad that you were able to touch on that too, because I know that is something that um, is often included in these kinds of opportunities. So, but it was just nice to hear, you know, what all that entails. Cause I, I talked to so many designers who are brand ambassadors or part of a council or, you know, part of a focus group or something, you know, and it's just nice to hear kind of how it's broken down and, and what's involved with all those. And it's nice for our readers and listeners to know how they might be able to get involved in something like that too, if they can, you know, manage to put it into their busy schedules too. But, you know, it just takes a little time management, I think, but you know, I think those are some great tips, great information that you've shared with us. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, well, I appreciate you having me. And to all the designers out there, at least, I mean, I can speak on, on that behalf. Um, just know that you're really valued and your opinion and your feedback can really help a brand. And I think it's nice that those conversations are happening and that we can collaborate in that way. So I appreciate you highlighting what we're doing. And it was great to be here with you today, Chelsea.